Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. Quick reminder to you, two hours from now, 535, Governor Glenn Youngkin is going to be joining us. Doing great work, as you know. Somebody who has uh, been helping him out in the House of Delegates and uh, going to make that move to the State Senate. John McGuire is going to be here at uh, 505. Congressman Bob Good's going to be along in just a moment or two. We'll try and get a... Uh, sense of what is or is not going on in D.C. Obviously, a new Speaker of the House. And uh, we're all trying to figure out exactly what may or may not transpire. It sure seems to me like this guy has got his stuff together and is focused in the right direction and doing the right thing so far, so far. Quick reminder about that text line, 833-804-1140, Uh Jeff, nothing happens if the GOP wins the majority because the GOP acts like Democrats and is worried about offending the people, but Democrats are not worried about offending the people. Well, there's no doubt the Democrats are not worried about offending the people. That's absolutely positively clear. However... I think there would be a huge difference, a huge difference with Republican control of the House of Delegates and Republican control of the state Senate. I think we would be able to break away from some of the insanity that we have seen, some of the bat crap craziness that we have seen. When you have folks... In the House and the Senate telling you, well, your children are really going to be raised by us. That's a problem. And it is exactly why Glenn Youngkin is the governor and Terry McAuliffe is not the governor. Because McAuliffe did the bidding, as you know, of the teachers' unions and told all of us as parents, hey, shut up, sit down. And Governor Youngkin said, no, no, parents have a... Not just a role, a a vital role to play. It's one of the critiques, by the way, of the new Speaker of the House. Well, he he doesn't have a huge bank account, and he may very well be living uh, paycheck to paycheck. 
the Democrats are saying that's a terrible thing. I'm saying that's about as real world as you can possibly get. Most of us have been in that situation, and he sure seems focused on the right side of things. Congressman Bob Good is joining us. Uh, Congressman Bob Good certainly has an opinion on the, the new speaker and everything going on up there. Congressman, thanks for being here. Great to be with you, Jeff. Thanks for having me again. Oh, absolutely. Believe me, the pleasure is always ours. So give us the lay of the land. What do you make of the new speaker? And, um, I mean, I'm hearing all the right people trash him, so it seems to me like he's probably a good guy. Yeah, you can measure a lot about somebody by their critics, by their enemies, and and you hear the uh, D.C. pig is squealing because it has been stuck and uh, because the swamp has taken a blow. Uh, as we've elected somebody who represents the people instead of the uh, the uniparty cartel that's used to controlling everything in Washington. We had a national election to select a speaker. I think I probably used that term before, but you had elected representatives doing what the constituents wanted. Instead of doing the next man in line, the number two, the number three, we literally selected a grassroots conservative who's honest, trustworthy, respected and admired across the conference, the conference is more united than it's been. We're better for having come through a difficult process. But just to get to the results, we have passed three spending bills in a week's time. And I'll remind everyone that the previous speaker had passed one in the first eight months of the year. And the Senate has only passed three all year. And that happened last night. And so uh, we've got three bills passed. And then, so importantly, what he did with Israel you know, breaking again the practice of, okay, if you want $14 billion for Israel, you got to have $9 billion, excuse me, 90, 90 that has nothing to do with Israel. In order to support Israel, somehow you got to be willing to support Ukraine and do this ill-defined uh, humanitarian assistance and give Mayorkas more money not to secure the border and, uh, you know, do all this other stuff, that disaster resistance that doesn't have anything to do with Israel. But he said, no, we're going to vote on just Israel and make mm-hmm. members of Congress go on record. Do you support Israel or not? And then number two, we're going to pay for it. Something that never happens in Washington <laughs> with, with supplemental emergency type spending, where we just add to the deficit, add to the national debt. No, we're going to pay for it. And matter of fact, we're going to cut back some of that $80 billion that Biden crammed through last year with Schumer and Pelosi's help to add 87,000 IRS agents. And let's make the Senate defend funding the IRS instead of funding Israel. And of course, it was bipartisan. We had 12 Democrats join us in passing it. I believe the Senate will pass it, and I believe the President will sign it. Wow. All right. Well, let, let's let's uh, pay tribute then. Let's, let's celebrate that. My God, Bob, that is a huge accomplishment. Major, major victory. It is indeed, and it is a totally contrary to what's been going on in Washington for decades. That's why we needed a change with Speaker. That's why we needed somebody like Mike Johnson. Uh, he's a humble servant leader. He's not a big ego guy. He's not been seeking this all of his life. He's been nose to the grindstone. Uh, you know, he's a deep person of faith. He credits you know, the Lord uh, for everything, and he, he's very open about his. That's why he's getting some of the criticism. Uh, he's an honest guy. I mean, think about what you want most in a leader. Somebody who's trustworthy, somebody who's honest, uh, and, and you know that you respect him from that standpoint. That's the basic. That's the low-hanging fruit, and that's who yeah. this fellow is. I'll tell you what, Bob. I, I have heard some of the criticism of him, which is, uh, to put it 
politely, it's just unhinged bat crap craziness that, well, he's clearly a, uh, a danger to America because he, he says out loud that he's a Christian. And I thought, well, are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. But, but how desperate has the left become? Or, or, or are they just showing, really, their true colors? Yeah, to say he's not qualified because he's only been in Congress for seven years, if somehow that, you know, we want people to be in Congress much longer than that, of course. And, oh, he's not a wealthy guy. And if you look at his fundraising, you know, he's not owned by uh, the special interests. He's not, you know, bought and sold, you know, by the PACs and the elites and the donor class. He's a person of the people. Yep. Right. And that's an important thing, Bob. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because this really is one of the huge points of distinction. Uh, Kevin McCarthy was, you, you described it, I think, the donor class. That's who he represented. I don't think the people in his district really know that much about what he's doing in D.C., but he's he's just been part of that swamp-dwelling population forever and, and and mike johnson just seems to be a guy who's represented his district not being beholden to those packs what does that mean as we move forward well you just have to look at the campaign finance reports uh that are required of every elected official to file and members of congress and you can just see that mike is very uh limited and what he gets from the, the PACs, and that does not say he doesn't get any PAC money, that's you, you know, most members of Congress do get some, but it's disclosed, and everybody has the right to see, you know, where they're from. A very, you know, has been a regular member of Congress, Congress yep. excuse me, from, from that standpoint. Yep. Um, and, and that's why the swamp fought so hard. Do you know the day before, the day before he was elected, uh, in that conference meeting where he ended up that night being the unanimous pick last Tuesday, a week and a half ago, um, we, we after Tom Emmer, the whip, the number three leader in the previous structure, still the number three leader, mm-hmm. but when he was was uh, withdrew because he didn't have the majority support, somebody among the 220 of us Republicans made a motion, you know what, instead of starting over with you know, new candidates, why don't we, we had nine candidates in this round. Uh, Mike Johnson was the runner-up. He near, he narrowly lost to Tom Emmer. Why don't we see if he can get 217 votes? Why don't we see what kind of opposition he has and start with him instead of starting over? Right. And it required unanimous consent from the 221 of us uh, to do that in, in, instead of starting over with a new you know, candidate for him. Yeah. And one person in the room objected, and that one person was no other than Kevin McCarthy. So we had to start we had to start over because of Kevin McCarthy and and Kevin McCarthy had a behind the scenes effort to try to orchestrate a write in candidacy for himself to try to derail Mike Johnson. All of a sudden you went from getting three or four other votes, unnamed other votes, uh, with the with the with the named candidates to suddenly you were getting forty something other votes. And another member, when that was happening, someone went to the mic and said, okay, I want to know who the other votes are. They were all from McCarthy. Uh, well, that kind of just revealed McCarthy to the entire conference that was saying to us, you know what, we realize he is what you said he was. 
or as Dennis Green said, they are who we thought they were. Right. <laughs> if you remember that famous football quote from, yep. uh, quote from 25 years ago. Yeah. But, uh, and, and that really helped unite the conference behind Mike Johnson, wow. and that's when he got voted in unanimously that night and unanimously on the floor the next day. Well, so, I, listen, I'm thrilled. That, that's such great progress. And, uh, you know, there's some of us who have looked at McCarthy for years. I remember. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Remember him as a state assemblyman in California, and, and not that anybody has my opinion, but it's like, look, I, I could have told you what he is and what he's always been. So um, I, I'm just glad to hear that uh, that everybody does seem to be united at this point. So so give us an idea moving forward. I mean, you've got this great bill that you've just passed, great accomplishment. It's over in the Senate, and, and you really think that the Senate will go along and the president will actually sign it. Well, they're, 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 you know, you've heard the, 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 that they're saying, hey, they don't want to do it, but I just don't know how the Senate can defend not rushing the aid to Israel, the $14 billion that the House has passed, just because, two things, one, we didn't include $90 billion with it that has nothing to do with Israel, because we can vote on that separately, yep. or just because we're going to require pay for it so we don't exacerbate the debt situation, Yep. And they're going to say, no, we can't cut IRS. Now, this is not regular IRS funding. This is the $80 billion in expanded IRS funding. We can't cut that in order to support it. This is a precedent that we just don't want to go down this road where we require offsets and pay-fors or cuts uh, you know, to balance what we're doing when we're having to borrow every cent that we vote to spend. Every cent that we vote to spend is borrowed when it comes to the appropriations process or the supplementals like this because we've got a $2.2 trillion deficit, and the whole discretionary spending is only, only about $1.7 trillion. Well, so I it. just don't see how that's sustainable for the Senate, especially yeah. when you got 12 Democrat votes that made If you get one Democrat vote, it, technically it's bipartisan. You can say it's bipartisan. Sure. you got 12, 
and so I, I just don't see how the Senate cannot pass it. Let me ask you about all the funding stuff, because that, that was one of these uh, points of contention that um, we were doing, and you'll have to explain to everybody what this continuing resolution is, uh, and yeah. why not doing those is actually more responsible than doing those. Can you, you explain that for us? Yes. Congress, by statute, is required to pass 12 annual appropriation bills. So you break all of government into 12 different categories, and every year we are supposed to authorize and appropriate the funds that are, theoretically anyway, deserved or necessary or appropriate uh, for you know, defense and agriculture and you know, subsidies and, uh, you know, subsistence for the needy folks and, and so forth. Um, and, but what has happened for decades is Congress just, rather than do the work of working through those and passing those one by one and being accountable for those, they will habitually just not do their work and then lump them all together in a omnibus, mm-hmm. one big, 4,000-page bill like what happened last December when Mitch McConnell betrayed the American people and joined with Schumer and Pelosi to pass it, and 17 senators, no no House members passed, voted to pass on the Republican side. But one last crack at the apple last December as the Democrats were going out the door to fund the government. The fiscal year is 10-1 to 9-30, so it funded the government through 9-30 uh, with this big omnibus with just a few hours to read it, thousands of pages, no amendments to improve it, you know, to take things out, to put things in, up or down, 4,000 votes, I'm sorry, 4,000 pages, ram it through, and we couldn't block it in the House because Mitch McConnell wouldn't help us in the Senate. They needed 60 votes in the Senate, and Mitch McConnell helped the Democrats get the, you know, get the extra nine votes they needed and then some. So what we t- when, when Speaker McCarthy, former Speaker McCarthy, was trying to become Speaker in January, we said we got to break this cycle we're the Republican majority. The American people have given us the majority to change policies and to uh, and to cut our spending. We ran on fiscal response. We've got to pass our 12 bills, yep. take each category and, and change the bad policy, implement good policy, cut our spending, be accountable. And McCarthy committed we would pass all bills by the required deadline of September 30, and he failed to do that. We'd only passed one coming in the last week of September 1, and... Uh, and then we forced him to bring four more to the floor that last week, and we were trying to get him to work on a conditional, you know, to, anyway, all that to say, if you don't do it and you reach the funding deadline, then what you can do, and this is another dereliction of duty, but pass what's called a continuing resolution or a CR, okay. which typically is just an unconditional, that's what he did on September 30, where you just extend the current policies and the current funding levels for a, it could be 30 days, it could be 90 days. In this case, it was 45 days through November 17th. And that was kind of the final straw for Speaker McCarthy, because not only have we not passed our 12 bills, we'd only passed four, but then he did the continuing resolution on September 30th that kept in place all the Biden-Pelosi-Schumer policies that we ran against mm-hmm. and the funding levels that were bankrupting the country. And so now Speaker Johnson's in a tough spot. He takes over. We only got four bills passed. He has since passed another four bills, and now we're down to, I'm sorry, another three bills, and now we're down to uh, five more to pass in the next two weeks, which is ambitious, but we can do it. We just got to keep the nose to get it done. 
Okay. All right. Well, listen, it sounds like stuff is coming together, and, um, you know, in all candor, it's just nice to hear people say former Speaker McCarthy as often as possible. Anyway. It is indeed. Uh, I appreciate you being here. Uh, we'll look forward to chatting again soon. Keep up the good work. I know you guys are working hard, some of you anyway, uh, doing the right stuff up there, and we do appreciate it and appreciate you being here. We'll look forward to chatting again soon, my friend. Thanks, yes. Enjoy the weekend. Take care. Thank you, Bob. That is uh, Congressman Bob Good. The 5th District represents me, as a matter of fact. Uh, he is he, he's doing some tough, tough work up in D.C., and it sounds like the new Speaker of the House has kind of got his stuff together, if you know what I mean. All right, coming up as we head through the program, 535 this afternoon, well, 533 this afternoon, uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin is going to be with us. Looking forward to uh, chatting with him. 349, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.